Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is wrecking the way we interact with the world. I say I knew I was going to be able to get through it. <laughs> we're back and better than ever. More opinionated than ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's good. I feel like you and I have not talked outside of short work conversations since we did the last podcast. No kidding. We've been busy on our summer break. Yeah. <laughs> what break? <laughs> I've been working two jobs and looking for another. <laughs> That's crazy. So you, we were just talking in the pre-show a little bit about um, the startup thing that seems to be happening. You want to just give uh, give me and the dear listener a little bit of an update there? Uh, yeah, I kind of feel like I accidentally started a business. Um <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, no, I have been working with a couple of other people for a few months now. We're we're starting at some a a software platform that basically manages a bunch of um, the whole processes and paperwork gathering and that sort of stuff needed for um, onboarding new employees into businesses or in our specific target market um, nonprofit organizations. Because there's usually, you know, like there's usually a high turnover and there's a lot of paperwork that needs done and everything. And it's a, a time consuming process that gets a lot of money sank into it for not always a lot of return. So anything to make that more efficient is, you know, a win for them. So cool. And how, how did it, how do you accidentally do it? Like what's the accidental part? <laughs> uh, accidentally do it was we started with uh, one app for one customer and interest just kind of exploded from there. And this organization got in contact with other people at a national level and a state level. And then this this other guy that had like a 20-year history working with coordinating this sort of thing with nonprofits got involved. And it's just, it's, we, um like, we've sold to several clients. And at this point, we've like literally, not exaggerating, got 100 others interested. So. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Now I get it. Yeah, Excellent. this um, this might turn into a thing. It's it's exciting. It's time consuming. It's terrifying. But uh, we're gonna see where it goes. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. It's fun. So I mean, could be a rocket ride if you get that much interest <laughs> that fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm almost scared that it's too fast. And in fact, there was at one point last week where we had to tell some people like, okay, we love that you're so excited and interested, but we need to slow this down a little bit. Wow, great. So. Yeah, because I mean, that's the problem you want. Yeah, 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 but there's things like like HIPAA compliance and FERPA compliance and all that sort of stuff that we have to deal with too. So it's like, okay, we need to not rush into this too fast. Mm. What was that second one? Uh, FERPA. FERPA. Huh. What's that? Federal Education Reform Privacy Act. Huh. It's like HIPAA for schools. Oh, that's a new one on me. See, I'm already learning. It's very similar to HIPAA requirements. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's so exciting. I have to keep us posted. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, uh, and the timing couldn't really be better. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I'm imagining that there's no uh, there's no uh, jump gate update. If that's the well, actually, oh, there, I think think actually, since there, yeah, there is. Th there is. There is. I've been working on a little tiny a little tiny game that fits in your pocket. Um, fits in a mint tin, and um, <laughs> uh, I'm I am I'm really pleased with it so far, and. Um, yeah, haven't figured out the best way to go about distributing it yet, but I'm probably, and I don't think it's ready to yet, but I'm probably going to be sending out a few copies of it to, to people for Christmas. So cool. Um, you at least should, you know, look forward to that. Keep my eyes peeled. 
Yeah. So how many games is that so far that you've gotten to like a uh, physical stage? Like, um, is that four, number four? Uh, no, that's, well, that's really number three. Um, because yeah. one was one that I put up on the site for, was like for free. And it was literally a 24 hour design challenge thing that I participated in. So it's, you know, results may vary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, 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 th I guess three that I feel comfortable with other people playing. And then I've got two others that are far enough along that I have physical prototypes, but they're going to be a, a long way before they're ready to, to, um, you know, be released in the wild. Hmm. Well, you're working on your 10 year overnight success. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. good. Yeah. The beginnings of the empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. It's a lot of creative output. Yeah. I've had to put a lot of it on hold the past, um, little bit because of the, um, the accidental business mm -hmm. and, um, and the end of the month, the end of the month, uh, I'm going to have new eyeball day. Right. So that's, that's exciting. That is always exciting. Yeah. I just love coming downstairs and under the Christmas tree. It's a brand new shiny eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have to wait till Christmas. Is it like getting new sneakers when you feel like you can run faster? Um, I mean, you feel like you can blink without pain again. So huh. there's that. <laughs> Yeah, it only hurts when I breathe, Doc. <laughs> that sounds delightful. Yeah. What do you do with the old one? Uh, well, um... Is it like an eyeball fairy? No, uh... I've offered them to friends. So far, no one has taken me up on it. Um, <laughs> the I have the one, like, stuck in a contact lens holder in my dresser drawer just for safekeeping, I guess, in case I lose one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I've kind of hung on to it, and I'll probably hang on to this one, but I'm not really sure why I am, other than the fact that they're, they're mine. Hmm. Yeah. And now that you've got a couple extras, you can be like, I've got my eye on you, and just like yeah. leave it on the person. Yeah, right. Like, I've done that before. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Shocking that I didn't, that I wasn't the first person to think of that joke. No, yeah, very shocking. Um. Yeah, it's and and I've been like, oh, let me get a closer look. I can't see. Let me get a closer look, and I like take my eyeball out and hold it up close to something. <laughs> I only did that once. It's like a, in a in the middle of a video rental store, and the and the girl was like, I don't know how to react to this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that Maggie raised her hand in the middle of like a karate class with like thirty kids and all of their parents sitting in the bleachers and said, like out of nowhere, just like random, like Kelly's eyeball fell in her dinner. <laughs> And the teacher is sort told of me like about that, but I thought it was Cooper. <laughs> I think it was Maggie. It could have been Cooper, okay. though. You're right. It might have been. And it, the teacher is just like, uh, okay. And then she slowly looks over to find me in the crowd, and I'm like laughing and nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a fallout once during a lecture class in college, and it like bounced off the table, and my professor caught it. Oh. And then she realized what it was and just handed it back to me. And <laughs> I'm gonna go wash my hand. And you're like, I'm gonna go wash my eye. Well, it turned out actually that she had used to had used to like babysit a kid that had prosthetic eyes, so she was not weirded out by it at all. Because mm. she would occasionally have to help the kid take care of it. So, mm. but it was, it was strange. I had to leave the classroom though because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Kelly with one eye. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, d I can't top any of that, of course. Um, most, and I haven't really done anything interesting in my summer vacation. I've been. Uh, I entered into my black belt candidate training program. Ah, oh, that's exciting. It is very exciting. It's the opposite of technology. I'm like basically like practicing smashing concrete blocks with my hand and stuff like that. Sounds painful. It, uh, if you do it right, it's not, <laughs> you 
You don't always do <laughs> yes, it right, but though. This, this, whole, this whole practicing thing implies there's at least a, a certain period of time where you're not doing it right, probably. Correct. Yes, that is 100% correct. Yeah. Uh, so that's been wild. We do, like, I mean, people probably don't know, It's and it's not that interesting, but, you know, mm-hmm. put the kids in karate five years ago. I used to do karate as a kid, so I got, I got the martial arts bug again sitting there in the stands watching them, so I started going right. to... Fast forward five years, and now I'm like, you know, and this candidate, you have to go through this candidate training that is um, 12 weeks long to prepare you for a week-long test. Like the black belt test is a week long and has uh, written elements. In fact, I'm going to, I'm probably going to hit you up. I'm supposed to get uh, two character references. Okay. (laughs) So I might. uh, I can certainly be a character. That's for sure. (laughs) But um, yeah. So that's been. But the thing is, you have to go. I have to go um, three nights a week, and Cooper, and that's Tuesday through Thursday, and then Cooper has to go on mm-hmm. Friday. So we're like living at the karate studio four nights a week, <laughs> right? And you know, get home super late. Like we, j- I feel like I just got home and ate dinner, and we're record. It's like eleven thirty p.m. as we're recording this. The kids are still awake. Yay, homeschool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just crazy how like an extra day a week and like the extra laundry and the extra showers and all this stuff adds mm-hmm. up. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely eat up your evenings for sure. Mm. But that will be, I, I'm enjoying it, but I am also looking forward to getting back to a little bit more normal routine. And, uh, and so that goes through November right before Thanksgiving. Mm. Just in time for things to get busy for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For us to host 30 people yeah yeah you so you, you're saying you might have a weekend there where you can chill uh after after thanksgiving will probably be my <laughs> i'll probably get yeah. pneumonia the week after thanksgiving that sounds about right <laughs> yes um okay so yeah that is that's what we did on our summer vacation ladies and gentlemen it is, yes. i hope that was I'm sure that wasn't interesting at all, but we need to catch up to you now. <laughs> yes, like I said, we haven't we haven't talked other than about to do lists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, th- welcome to season ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of buried the lead. Um, Double digits. That's right. And the um, uh, this time around, we were thinking about adding some segments to the show that would give it a little bit a little bit of a different flavor here and there, a little bit of variety. Add some add some variety. Yeah, so some some things that we've done in the past that you probably be, remember from previous seasons, like uh, book review segment and a gadget segment instead of a whole gadget episode. Since the gadget, <laughs> it's hard to do a whole gadget episode. Gadget landscape has disappeared. It's really weird. It's weird. We're gonna talk, we're gonna kind of talk about a gadget tonight, though. Yes, that is true. So we could that we'll start off with our first our first segment of season ten. Uh, gadget corner, or whatever. We'll have to go up with a gadgeter name than that. <laughs> gadget drawer. Yeah, gadget gallery. And uh, uh, like the Apple just had their big iPhone announcement. It was like, mm, yeah, cool. Three cameras yeah. instead of two. Two cameras instead mm. of one. And it's not that it's not incredible and they can squeeze all that stuff into a phone, but that's kind of worn off. It's like, what have you done for me lately? Oh, better photos. Wow, that's cool. That's that's but, cool, but it's it's not really something that's going to. There, I feel like there hasn't been anything come out in a while that's going to greatly improve my quality of life or even even mildly improve my quality of life. Yeah, like, is anybody even going to get the Like, I mean, like, what else do they announce? They announced the new Apple Watch. Apple Watch is totally caught on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the most, uh, I think, geez, now I'm going to get the quote wrong, but it's, I think it, it's out 
on some metric, probably sales revenue, it's beating even Fossil, which was like the top brand, or it's right behind Fossil. So it's very popular, and you see them everywhere. I mean, you know, and not to talk about karate all night, but, you know, there's tons of high school kids in there, and tons of them have this, like, $400 smartwatch. Tons of them. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's very popular. And that's cool. My, my kid has no desire for one. I want, we've been talking about getting one for Cooper, mm -hmm. the first cellular generation, you know, built-in cellular generation is like 269 bucks now. And, it's not too bad. Yeah, and we're starting to let him like go around the neighborhood by himself mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a phone and we kind of don't want him to have a phone because he'll definitely break it. And, but having the watch maybe seems a little bit safer and, you know, you can kind of like yeah, a little bit. call him on it and it set reminders and stuff because he's kind of like his dad when it comes to keeping track of time. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Not good. Um, so, you know, but what else did they talk about? They talked about service. I feel like they mostly talked about services. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new yeah, I didn't like, even watch. Yeah, right. Yeah, why bother? Yeah. <laughs> why even watch? It's like, okay, they're going to announce a new version of probably both OS's and better hardware for the watches and maybe refresh a laptop line or something. Yeah. Phones. Right. Yeah. The like, new it's, it's predictable. <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad they do it. I'm glad they're around. I'm glad this stuff is awesome, but it's, mm -hmm. we're so hard at the top of that S curve. Yeah. That it's just, it's just minor, you know, I'm, I'm not underestimating the amount of work it takes to make some of these changes. Like I'm sure it's really hard. Right, but and there's no doubt that there's very talented people putting in a lot of work and doing a lot of things that in no way could I do. Right, but it feels like the next it feels like the next wave is going to be you know the at some point fifty years in the future like <laughs> like self driving cars or like it feels like right now the gadget landscape other than the one we're going to talk about tonight I suppose but the gadget landscape it has dried up and we're back at the bottom of the S curve with plumbing style technology, like mm -hmm. blockchain and AI machine learning stuff. And it's like, okay, we've got this new broadly applicable uh, technology. Thing. Yeah. Like relational databases. Just where, iterating on and improving what's there. There's not a lot of like new, awesome innovations. Right. Popping but, up from it yet. Right. But it'll, it'll come, but it's not here mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. Like you said, like you said, we're at the bottom of the curve where, yeah. You know, and, and things are going to continue to improve over time, and that's great. We're, we're not knocking that, but, but yeah. yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of, not a lot of amazing new things that are. Certainly not gadgets. Yeah. And I don't, you know, part of me too is like, maybe I'm just getting older and I just don't care as much. Like, I've kind of simplified my environment in terms of um, gadgets and technology that I use. Yeah, I don't think it's just you. I, I think that I think there's a trend going on right now, and I blame Marie Kondo, frankly, <laughs> <laughs> the tidying person. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, f I feel that all over the place. I mean, I still use She Who Must Not Be Named mm -hmm. constantly. Oh, yeah, constantly. And I still read on my Kindle. True. And, Ditto. And, and use my laptop for work and my phone for like a, I don't know, occasional text messages and a, occasional phone calls, mm. but yeah. But but outside, those are all... outside of that, and like maybe watching a Blu-ray disc, I, there's not a lot that I use mm -hmm. technology for. Yeah, or it's or it's becoming invisible. Like there's because you, know, you just yeah. listed the same the same stuff that you just said is this basically the same stuff. I, like I use she who must have staring at me right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Like 
constantly. And of course the lights that are connected to her. Oh yeah. Just like constantly. Like that was an instant adoption. Mm -hmm. And, but you know what? It hasn't really gotten any better. No. It really hasn't. Did did yours go through a moody, like angsty phase a while back? A while back. The voice changed on mine for a while. Oh, that is creepy. But yeah, the, like, like the, um, well, the voice itself didn't change, but like the inflection and the tone did. Because it used to be that I could ask her to do something and she'd be like, okay, you know, all happy and eager to please. Mm. Um, but then for like a period of about two or three weeks, I noticed it and curated too, where you'd ask, I would ask her something like turn off the lights and you go, okay. And she just sounded, she just sounded depressed and sad. And then like three weeks later, it changed back. I guarantee you they experiment with stuff. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And we have talked in the past about like me wanting to have a sarcasm slider. Mm-hmm. Because like now she does, the, the, she does this new thing where uh, you ask like, what time is it? Or what's the weather today? And then at the end, she'll say, have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how do I, I don't know what to call that, but I, I want it yeah. off. Right. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're an AI. You don't actually care. Right. <laughs> like, don't pretend you care. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, but you know, and, and maybe things are going on in this skills uh, landscape mm-hmm. for, and then I just don't look into it or whatever. But I mean, the, the use case is pretty clearly defined at this point for us and hasn't changed barely at all. Yeah. The, the way I use it hasn't changed any. If I had to guess, I'd say it's five years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I think. Here comes my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard yeah. thought I heard footprints. Yeah. I I missed that sound. <laughs> oh. Well. Yeah, uh yeah, my my dog died while we were on vacation, while we were on our just before season break here. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it was just before. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but you've got uh, do you are you actually going to adopt that little whatever it I was? I haven't heard back from from the people that were looking for a new home for him, so I'm thinking they might have found somebody else and like I don't want to call them and bug them because that just seems, uh, it's just not who I am. Mm. <laughs> and um, like they, they know I'm interested. They have my contact information. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm, mm. I'm not the kind to just keep calling strangers that I don't know. Oh, I thought it was, I so, just assumed no, it was someone you knew. No. So, um, yeah, it's, it's well, someone fairly local, but I don't know them. So yeah. like they, they have my information. They know I'm interested. You know, I'm just, I'm going to leave it that so um chances are probably not <laughs> well maybe then another opportunity will arise and you can hear the mm. clickety clack of nails that i should trim on the <laughs> hardwood yes or you should trim as the case may be <laughs> uh cool okay so let's uh move on to our feature talk, what do you yeah, say let's talk about sticks let's talk about sticks uh why don't you so i've seen nothing but the social media photo (laughs) image for this article in the headline Uh, but if i recall correctly it's about smart canes silicon valley finally coming to the rescue for the visually impaired with or whatever i'm supposed to say yeah Uh, i don't think it's silicon valley i think it's a company based out of india oh i just assumed it was like some bro no no i think it's a, a company based out of india and it's i think it's I think it's actually developed by a guy who is visually impaired, which kind of surprises me. Oh, so this is funny because I had all kinds of preconceived notions about why you shared okay. that and what you were going to say. Okay. And this is already going in a different direction. So, <laughs> so okay, cool. I'm actually kind of glad because it was, it was a, a ranty direction that I was imagining. 
Well, it, it, it might still end up there um, because okay. I have I have strong opinions. Yes. And this is not the first person to try something like this or to try and, um, quote unquote, improve the white cane or innovate on it or develop uh, technology specifically for helping the visually impaired navigate the world. Yeah. So let's, we're kind of jumping in without yeah. explaining what, so like what, yeah. what's the cane that you're talking about? Like a regular one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about um, mo- mobility canes, white canes used by people who are blind or visually impaired. Um, to navigate. I say white. I say yeah. white, yeah, to navigate the world. And I say white because typically they are, but there's no rule anywhere that says they have to be. Well, yeah, no one can see them. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what color they are? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, uh, I, occasionally use, I occasionally use one myself. Mm-hmm. And it, it is essentially, there, there, are, there are a few different types. Um, there are some that are telescoping, and there are some that are folding and collapsible. Mm-hmm. And there are some that are rigid. And I have, I have two. I have one that folds up into um, a few different segments, so it's easily portable and can be packed in a bag. Just like Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I have one that is, that is rigid, and it's, it's one solid piece. And um, despite the lack of portability, or, or the fact that it can't, I mean, you can't fold it up and stick it in a bag, I, as far as using it, I actually like it a lot better. Mm. Why is that? Um, uh, well, for one thing, the the one that's made up of, of multiple sections. Um, like a tent pole. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a tent pole. It's got the elastic cord in the middle that you know, it just kind of unfolds and holds it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, you You lose some sensation of, like you lose some tactile feedback with that because of the many joints that are in it. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it just doesn't feel as solid. Right. Yeah, um, I can believe be- that. Yeah. I wouldn't want yeah, telescoping whereas, like ski poles or something. That would be right. Yeah. Right. Whereas the the one that's that's um the rigid cane is it's all the the tactile feedback you get it you get from it is much more much more sensitive and the um you know it just it just feels more solid and I don't know it kind of feels it's gonna maybe a weird way to describe it but it kind of feels elegant in a way compared to the one that's like made up of seven different pieces yeah i could totally see that yeah not not rickety real solid right right and and i actually prefer the prefer the look of it for that reason too i think aesthetically it's more pleasing um you know which is kind of important when you're out and about and you're already carrying around this thing that makes you stand out like a sore thumb and and look different (laughs) yeah so so my tasteless joke aside does it the i'm sure the color does well i imagine the color does matter is it is it sort of supposed to be a particular i mean there's a woman in our neighborhood who is just Mm -hmm. got like uh, you know the biggest cojones ever the way she walks around and she just like goes everywhere doesn't care it's it's just very impressive to see her walking around Mm -hmm. and uh you know from memory it's like a white cane with red on the end and there's like a ball at the end and i would i kind of imagine that and it seems sort of iconic i kind of imagine that it's purposely like that, so you immediately get what's going on as like a, a you know an observer. Yeah, it is. It is purposely like that, so that you immediately get what's going on. And um, the the red tip is um, the red on the end is not universal. Um, it's basically just that it is that it is um, white or mostly white is kind of what uh, you know what makes it stand out as sort of an, an iconic thing. Um, a lot of them do have red on the end, um, and it's for for visibility and also. Also, if you're using the cane and you're not totally blind, you're visually impaired, you can still see mm-hmm. um, 
which uh, possibly, well, a little-known fact, 85%, maybe even 90% of people who are blind have some degree of functional vision. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it makes it stand out better in the snow, basically. Oh, there you go. Huh. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, there's no real there's no real laws that says it has to be mm-hmm. a certain color, but white has kind of just been adopted as this is the way it is, and that's how it's recognized. And there are some state laws that do reference that, like, motorists will yield to people using a white cane. I see. That sort of thing. Is there, like, a, you know, not an aftermarket of people who mod them, but... <laughs> But like, is like if you wanted to get fancy, can you mm-hmm. go and get like a like a you know one of these like Gandalf walking stick like hand carved crazy like do people do that or is um, that just totally ridiculous? I, I don't know if you would in that sense, but you can. Um, Ambutech, which is a a manufacturer of uh, one of the major cane manufacturers, does have. Um, like this customization tool on their website where you can go and be like, okay, I want this style of handle in this color, and I want the main shaft this color, mm-hmm. and I want That's these cool. accent colors and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about textures? Um, textures in, in like the handle. Um, oh, I I've suppose. Se- yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen them with like a like a golf club grip or maybe like the, the more higher end would be like a wooden grip or a cork grip or you can get a foam grip. Hmm. Um, Wild. Um, the, the, the folding one I have is from Ambutech and the rigid one that I have was actually, um, a free one from the, uh, National Federation for the Blind. Um, they will, if you're in the U.S. and blind or visually impaired, they will send you a free one, um, as, as frequently as once every six months. Wow. Jeez, that's nice. So, I don't I mean, I'm sure it's your, your tax dollars, and, but yeah, that's still nice. Yeah. Um, okay, great. So that I mean, that, I think that was excellent context setting. So, so then this article rolls along, and in the uh, headline it says "Smart Cane," which was like everything mm-hmm. you know, maybe four years ago. Every everything that every noun, <laughs> every, everybody <laughs> that made noun was making smart noun. Was making it smart. Yeah, smart needles. Yeah, smart house. Yeah. Smart whatever cord organizer. Smart, smart washing machine. Smart toaster. Smart yeah, exactly. Fridge. Yeah, and I, the idea behind this is that, uh, you know, I don't want to specifically knock this company, um, but there are a couple of things that it has that I feel like, eh, they don't really fit good, because it's, it's like, okay, it has Siri and voice controls, and I'm like, okay, that's going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a speaker. like oh, okay. A speaker? Yeah, like, uh, that's going to be awkward. Um <laughs> And it it'll have like like sensors to alert you to things. And like, okay, that's potentially useful. But there's been a few other devices out for visually impaired people that promise that, and the the technology ends up not really working that well. Oh, it's the worst when it's almost there. It's worse yeah. than it being there at all. It's like yeah. you'd be better off without it because you can't yeah, trust exactly. it. You're just annoyed constantly. Exactly, you can't trust it. Like the, like a device that. Like, oh, it's going to vibrate when you get next to something. Like, well, yeah, but you're always next to something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the backup (laughs) alert in our car. Right, right. It's It's like I'm I'm sitting here right now and I'm next to probably 20 things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, if it was really smart, if we put AI Mm -hmm. inside. Well, this this does have... um, I think it inter- integrates with Google Maps for um, walking navigation, that sort of thing. Okay. And then it's, is it to give you some kind of like, 
this is me just guessing at what's in the article. This is how I would imagine it working. Okay. Does it give you like almost like the watch does? Because like an Apple Watch does these sort of you can have Google Maps on it. And it gives you walking directions and it gives you like um, haptic feedback when you're so you don't have to stare at it the whole time. It gives you haptic feedback when you need to look at it to turn right or turn left or whatever. Or go down the stairs. You know, I don't know if it's going to give you haptic feedback or if it's going to use its built-in speaker. Right. Yeah, probably the speaker. <laughs> um, now, the thing that gets me about this is um, uh, the cost of this cane is about $500. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost of a fancy Ambutech cane is about $40. Yeah. The cost of a, in my opinion, very nice NFB cane is $0. Right. Um, the whole purpose of the white cane is to, well, not the whole purpose, but a large majority of the purpose is to knock into things so you don't have to. Right. It's, it's going to get beat up up over time. (laughs) Yeah. You're not going to want expensive technology in it. That's true. And also it's not just the, the knocking into things that's useful. You get a lot of tactile feedback when you're using it in terms of things like the texture of the surface you're walking on. Mm Mm-hmm. And finding, say, where the sidewalk meets, meets the grass right. or or that there's the large puddle in front of you. And yeah. if you use a, a two-point touch technique versus a constant contact technique, if you use the two-point touch technique, you're also getting audio feedback. What is that? You actually, uh, where you're tapping the cane rather than so keeping like it on the ground left, constantly. Tap left, tap right, tap mm-hmm. left, tap right. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're also getting audio feedback, um, both about the texture but also some some echolocation type feedback that you can train your ears to um to to listen to and get useful information out right. of mm. and and when you go putting other things in and on the cane you're going to interfere with the tactile and audible feedback that it provides you so in those senses it may tell you to turn left in 20 feet but it's not going to let you know that oh right now i'm standing 10 feet from this building right you know that that sort of thing mm. And I don't, it just, it's, it's hard to imagine that it would be an improvement, like all things considered. Yeah. Like I like the idea of coming up with navigation and mobility aids for people who are visually impaired. I don't think the cane is the place to put it. Right. Why? I mean, it seems like you could have had all of this stuff in like a watch app. In a watch or app or in the phone you already have or in some other kind of wearable device. Yeah, why put it in the cane? Like, what's the, what's the I reasoning? I don't get that. And that's another thing, too. There are a lot of visually impaired people who could benefit greatly from, from those things who don't use a cane because their vision mm. impairment is not severe enough that they feel they need to. Mm. I mean, it was only recently that I started using one on occasion. Yeah. And you didn't and even... Yeah, and, the, and the, the main drawback of the thing is it takes... <laughs> 45 triple a batteries like all the way down. <laughs> right i mean <laughs> like how like is that and, and it's going to make it heavier yeah too. and and weight of the cane is is a that's a really big factor when you're carrying it around and, and using it constantly yeah, you need all day comfort with that so do you yeah. what's the so like have you ever this is gonna sound dumb here here's okay. our old new technology segment for the week we have you know, I, I spend a fair amount of time walking around, not as much as I used to, but I, I used to walk to work every day. It's about a mile. So it's like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if it was raining, obviously I would want an umbrella. And mm-hmm. the big umbrellas that you can get are all golf umbrellas and they don't have a hook handle. And that drives me crazy because the hook handle is very useful. Do you know why the hook handle is very useful? 
Um, so you can hang it on your wrist and have both hands. Exactly. You don't need that in a golf umbrella because you stick it mm-hmm. in your in your bag. Right. But, you know, where you have clubs, which are roughly the same shape. And not having that um, little piece of tech there, that little innovation, <laughs> is, uh, it's incredibly annoying. So, so mm-hmm. and now here, and the reason I bring it up is because what do you do with the cane when you get to a place where you need to use both hands like is because it doesn't have anything like that like is there a like what do you do with it um it depends do you still if when if you get do you get to the place do you still need the cane yeah i'm let's say because if you because if you if you still need it then you know you you do the best you can one-handed yeah um but no, if you don't, you can, you know, just like like at a restaurant or something, you know, maybe maybe leave it at your seat. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why a lot of people like like the folding canes better um, right. because they can you know, fold them up, stick them in a bag. Right. So it depends on where you're thinking you're going to go. Like, oh, we're going yeah. to a restaurant. No, I'm going to. I'm going to take the folding one for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like like mine. Mine does, and and most of them do have just like a um, like a lanyard type thing on the end where you could. Um, like potentially hook it around your wrist, but again, if they don't fold up, they're really long. Yeah, it's not like a you know not, not like a support cane that you would have if you like twisted an ankle or something like or you know had a limp or something like that. They're much longer. They yeah, typically, it's like the better part of a staff length. Yeah, it's like, like like lengthwise at minimum, it's going to come up to like your armpit, and right. some people like them even longer than that. So that's for sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> Huh. Okay. So, I mean, was there a, was, I didn't read the article because I wanted to mm-hmm. sort of hear it from you, but is the, <clears throat> I mean, is it a thing or is it vaporware? Like, is it, are people saying, oh man, this has changed my life or is it just like, oh, we think this is going to be a great idea and we're, it's in beta test now. And people are I mean, it seems, it, it seems to be a thing and it seems to be on the market. I don't know if there's going to be, yeah, I, I don't know how well it's selling. I don't know that it's selling for a lot. I know there have been other similar type improvements to the white cane over the years that have not taken off mm-hmm. and the general consensus among the blind community that i'm aware of has been of all the things that you could improve for us this is not the one we want you to improve <laughs> you kind of nailed it with the first one kind of kind of nailed it yeah i mean i mean people look at it and and think oh it's just a stick we can make it better and more useful like that's what i thought no, yeah really really the for 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 what the white cane needs to do, having it be just a cane works really well for that. Yeah, I mean maybe a scabbard that kind of diagonally goes across your back for like extra <laughs> right. cool factor. But yeah, yeah, I, I totally get that. The story that I thought you were going to tell was that just some like completely insensitive bros were like, I know we're going to improve this thing without having any kind that of. That does insight. happen a lot. Yeah. That does happen a lot. Yeah. Um, but the, the particular in, inventor and designer of this, um, I believe, was a, a visually impaired um, person. Right. I don't know the extent. Um, probably, likely a cane user. And, you know, maybe maybe for him, he does see this as an improvement. And I'm sure there are some people that would. But, um, I mean, personally, I just, I don't know. I would rather have it not a, not a, um, not a cane with a speaker. I'd rather have an app on my phone that I can use my, uh, you know, my, my bone conduction headset. and. Right. Does it have I, Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It does. That, it that, just... that joke works on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does feel like, it does feel like, um, so, you know, I'm making jokes and stuff, but, you know, there was a guy, when I went to guitar camp, mm-hmm. there was a guy there who was just like, I mean, if he wasn't completely blind, it didn't matter because his eyes were slammed shut. Yeah. And, and I was like, so I had to hand it to him because this place was not handicapped, you know, or whatever. I don't even know the language I'm supposed to use Accessible. anymore. But yeah, it, it was not, it was an old, old mansion and it was really the kind of thing that was expanded in weird ways over the years, bizarre architecture. Like um, Hogwarts. Like Hogwarts, exactly. Perfect analogy. And and this guy was like, he's probably, he's pretty, I'm going to say he was like at least five years older than me. He might have been pushing 60. Mm-hmm. And just bing, bang, boom. Just like getting around no problem. Going out to smoke, come back in. Big, weird, slammy door, like giant door. Nope, <laughs> right. whatever. You know, like everything, the scale of everything was not normal. So there was, and, and it was a, and it was an event. Like the guy didn't live there. He wasn't used to the place. Right. And in fact, he had, when I heard him talk, he had an English accent. I don't even think it was from the United States. So I was just blown away by how chilly he was. Like it wasn't, it was like one of those, you know, like when, when you're me in situation like that, I'm mm-hmm. always like, like, I want to help, but I don't want to make it seem like he needs help because it sure didn't look like he needed help. Right. And I was kind of like, should I ask him if he wants me to hold the door? I can see he's trying to get his stuff together to go through the door and he's carrying a guitar on the other hand. And right. Like, <laughs> and, and it just, I mean, he was clearly not nervous at all. So I'm sure right. I'm just totally overreacting and he's probably been doing this exact thing his entire life. Mm-hmm. But still i was like i felt like it was um what's the word i felt like he was in a precarious position mm-hmm. even though i'm sure he, he clearly did not feel that way but I, I was like what would i do if i just kept my eyes closed from now on at this event right right i would be paralyzed you would fall over everything <laughs> yeah it'd be like when i'm in a pool because i can't swim i would just go immediately to the nearest wall and feel my way down yeah. the hallway and you know, probably accidentally grab people and do all embarrassing things and knock over a table and flowers and stuff. I feel like blindness is one of the hardest disabilities to get your head around. Because if you think about going deaf at mm-hmm. this point, like, okay, well, I'll text and email. If you think about being in a wheelchair, it's like, okay, that's going to stink and it's going to make it hard to get around. But there's there's ramps and I mean, it's, it seems more doable. Mm-hmm. Um, but from an outside perspective, if you think about losing your sight, I feel like that seems like it's a lot more, um, harder to adapt to, or just like harder to get your head around how you would continue to function. Oh, I, I mean, I totally agree because I think about it all the time because of you. So like, (laughs) I, I notice it all the time when I glance halfway across the house to find out a piece of information. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, he's, he's sleeping. And and it's like, I would (laughs) have... I mean, maybe it, maybe it wasn't a critical piece of information, but I notice every time I do it mm-hmm. and I'm like, what if I couldn't do that anymore? Cause my, you know, it's like not, I, you know, it's no comparison whatsoever, but like my reading distance vision is just smoked. It's just disappeared yeah. in the last five years and it's an incredibly claustrophobic feeling. So I can't even imagine if it was like the other way around, like my, like, like I could only see like right in like the way I used to see before I got LASIK. Which is like, I I can only see like from the length of my arm in. And after that, it was just a blurry mess. 
Right. Like my reading distance has consistently my whole life been about four inches from my face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I think about it all the time and I agree with you that, and I'm a musician and I would way rather lose my hearing <laughs> way rather. I think, I think of the, of the five primary senses, mm -hmm. I think losing the sense of touch would literally drive you insane. I think it would. But vision is a close second. It's got to you know, be. I mean, smell, know, take it. I don't want to get yeah, that one. There, there are many times that, uh, that I would love to know I have a sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't. You yeah. know, I mean, you, you, you adapt and you find ways to, to do the things you want to do. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's very little that I want to do that it has ever prevented me from doing other than driving a vehicle, which I only want to do because there's no public transportation here to speak of. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my solution to that was I have a kid and wait 16 years. She gets blamed. And now it works and she, you know, as long as I don't call her Uber, we're good. <laughs> she does not like it when I call her Uber. Uh, it's like, Mom, I'm not your Uber. You are now. You are now. Oh man. Um and hey, like the flip side, you know, if there's a if there's a flip side mm -hmm. to my story about the guy at guitar camp, when he went and played, OMG, could this guy play? <laughs> wow. I was like, well, that tracks. I mean, that makes sense, <laughs> right? Like, okay. You got that yeah, going for you. I I find that the older I get, the more willing I am to use assistive technology and 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 things like like the white cane like my my vision is no worse now than it was when i was younger but i i would not have used one when i was younger but now i'm like yeah, eh, whatever. falling down hurts a lot more when your age starts with a four <laughs> and it's not as socially acceptable to like randomly bounce off of someone that you didn't see yeah when you're like not a kid yeah they they think you're just being insensitive and not paying attention yeah, I could imagine a like and, and just being like rude. Yeah. anger flare-ups before they recognize what actually happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I had, <laughs> like what the I heck? had a I had a guy in a wheelchair yell at me for not getting out of his way, and I didn't <laughs> see him because he was out of my field of vision because he was lowered to the ground. <laughs> and just like, dude, we should be on the same team here. <laughs> I can't move. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've, I've had people get kind of annoyed with me because I would like not see them and end up accidentally cutting them off in a line or some, you know, cutting in front of them or something. Mm -hmm. and, and you feel horrible about it when that happens because it's like, you know, I don't mean to come across as rude. I just didn't see you there because. Yeah, you're blind. not mentally impaired or emotionally right. impaired. It's like, I just <laughs> right. can't say I'm sorry. Oh, I can't, I, I, yeah. You know, I feel bad. I've, you know, it's so yeah. that's why I was kind of wondering about the color of the cane because it's sort of this universal signal yeah. to like cut yeah. this person and, some and, slack. Yeah. And that's why I think the majority of people do stick with white and make it like a different accent color or something. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the majority of people do stick with the, the white color for that purpose um, because, you know, there, there are situations where it's important. Or at least useful um, socially, if not for reasons of your own safety, mm -hmm. for other people to know that you can't see well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, hey, I mean, it's. I think it's. I think it's always cool when somebody's innovating on a meaningful problem. You know, this mm -hmm. is like a meaningful quality of life issue for millions of people, right? Yeah. Like I'm not exaggerating, yeah. am I? So, you know, that's great. It seems a little 
seems a little strange, but it, you know, as like uh, choosing that particular device to embed mm-hmm. some of those technologies, but it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for trying to innovate on this and, and make it work. I don't know how you're going to do it um, because there have been like devices that vibrate or devices that, and this, the, the thing about it is vision is such a, um, such a low latency way of taking in what's around you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you feel something vibrate, your reaction time to that is going to be potentially a lot slower. Yeah. So I don't know that that's the, the commute that the level of um, sort of, I don't feel like the feedback loop is ever going to be as good as seeing something. Right. Um, though it would, would certainly be better than nothing. So I'm all for people, people innovating on this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, just, just, just don't put it on our white canes. <laughs> well, maybe this, maybe this guy or this business will hear this episode and know that he's got a real strong skeptic and send you one. And uh, maybe. And you know, I would happily review it for the show and be proven wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't it's know. Just hard maybe, to imagine. maybe I'm being stubborn, but I just I feel like there's it's it's lightweight. You know, lightweight is super important. Like the the cane I have now, I I would be surprised if it weighs three ounces. <laughs> right. Um, it's it's super light, and you you need that if you're going to be using it. And um, you know, it's it's not bulky, and you get good tactile feedback. You get good auditory feedback. Um. Well, if nothing I, else, yeah. he could he could certainly use this episode to update his uh, objection reversing copy on his website. <laughs> but like every objection you could imagine to like, oh no, no, it is three ounces. It doesn't weigh anymore. You know, you, you yeah. just go down the list and be like, right, <laughs> everything you're afraid of is has been fixed. Right. I, I mean, I I'd be happy to be proven wrong, but I just feel like, and and I feel like the the things he wants to do are great. Just. Just put them on a different device, or put them on our phones, or hmm. you know, don't, 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 um, don't mess with the white cane. That's hmm. kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is. There's that thing where it's like all of a sudden you take something that works great and no one's complaining mm-hmm. about, and then like add stuff to it that's got pros and cons, and now you got to charge it, and now you got to pair it with something your phone, and you got to do all these things. And it's yeah, like, and uh, and what happens when you're out in the rain or the snow or the <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and now it and now it costs five hundred dollars instead of being able to get it for free. Yeah, this is actually an interesting study in like the pros and cons of like you know just like um, what does better mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is this really better? Like all things considered? Yeah, it's like what what's your definition of better? <laughs> right. In this case. Yeah, and to me, it seems like such a as an outsider, it seems like such a life preserver it's like such an important you know i I meant life preserver in the literal sense but also in the figurative Mm -hmm. sense that it seems like it's something i'd be pretty reluctant to mess with and yeah it's an it's an extension of your senses like it really i like i wanted to i started to say extension of your arm but it's not i mean yeah you're holding the thing um but it's an extension of like you you get so many different so many different types of feedback and so many different ways from it and you come to rely on excuse me, you come to rely on that so much mm-hmm. that like, you know, I, I, like I use it, like if I'm walking around at the university, there, um, like there, there's steps on sidewalks and things there are just, and just the way the buildings are casting shadows and the lighting and there's steps everywhere. Yeah. I, I rely on this thing to not twist an ankle, to you, let me know when there's a step, to let me know when there's stairs I'm about to go down. Yeah. You sent me yeah, some pictures. Every once in a while, you send me pictures of like the worst possible stairs. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. It's like you'd literally think it was a ramp 
from right. the, the way that this, the cut, the stairs are colored and the lighting at like dusk or whatever. And you're like, there are no stairs there. And then the camera moves and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I can see it. So yeah, well, maybe they'll send you one. <laughs> maybe. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be finally proven do a gadget review. So yeah. Uh, cool. Well, let's see. Should we, do you think there's more to squeeze out of this lemon or we pretty uh, much made the lemonade? I I think I pretty much made the lemonade and, you know, I could, I could, I could beat the dead horse with the, 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 the cane some more. But yeah. As long as it's not electronic. Yeah. I don't want to break it. Cool. Well, you know, what if it had a taser? Would that change your mind? Um, no. Okay. Just checking. No. Cool. All right, folks. Well, that'll do it for the inaugural episode of season 10 of Terrifying <laughs> Robot Dog. Happy to have you back. Happy to be back. Yes. And looking forward to uh, having a little bit of a twist on some of the episodes, maybe throwing some segments in for you. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll probably totally forget by next week and just do it <laughs> like normal. <laughs> yeah, just just our, 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 you know, 45 minute waffle segment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I actually, I have a really fun topic for next week, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be trippy, ladies and gentlemen, mm. so get yourselves ready. Is it is it bad stairs? Those are pretty <laughs> trippy. I wish I, I wish I could go back and say like, I meant to do that. Cause that was a, that would have been really smart of me and like mm -hmm. clever, but you're no. not that clever. No, I just basically put my foot in my mouth all the time and like hope no one gets offended. <laughs> oh no, that was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we hope you join us again next time. NAFTA, NAFTA, the Clinton year. Like what? What? And we hope you join us again next time for Terrifying Robot Dog. Bye. Bye. What are you talking about NAFTA for? <laughs> <laughs>